One of my favorite deeper dives of 2023 was the one we did with Nurse Nikki on the new mastitis protocol. We got so many great questions and comments during the deeper dive from all those who attended live. Shout out to Naomi, who told us at the end that she was going to fix all her care plans right away. Same, Naomi. Use the link in the show notes to subscribe and have monthly live access to all of our deeper dives, as well as all of our recordings going all the way back to January of 2020. You don't want to miss out on this. And we can't wait to see you at the next deeper dive. I'm Annie. And I'm Leah. And this is Lactation Business Coaching with Annie and Leah, where we talk about the smart way to create a compassionate and professional private practice. Let's dive in. Hi, Annie. How are you doing today? I'm good, Leah. How are you? I am doing very well, very well. Excited for another episode of Lactation Business Coaching. Always. Looking forward to this episode a lot. You're looking forward to it because I'm not. (laughs) Well, I guess more because, oh my gosh, it's such a big struggle. And I know that we all are facing this. And if we can come together and share about it, Mm -hmm. it always makes me feel so much better. So, Well, it's true. This episode is brought to you by Spruce. Leah and I both use Spruce in our private practices for a second business line, secure client messaging, and a whole bunch of other really cool features you're going to hear about later in the episode. Annie and I love Spruce. It's been a great service to use. Their customer service is great. And my clients love being able to have secure messaging with me. And Spruce has offered to have you try out their service for one month. If you check out our show notes, you will see a code to get one month free so you can see how awesome Spruce is as well. Today, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. So that's basically when you're sitting around in your house or in your car or in the shower and you suddenly have the idea or you're like, I know this now for absolute fact, I'm the worst lactation consultant on the planet. I'm terrible at my job. I don't know enough. I'm not helping babies. I'm not helping parents. Why am I even doing this? I should go find something else to do because I'm the worst lactation consultant. And also everyone else can tell that I'm a lactation consultant. Fear of like, they're going to find out like today's the day I'm going to go out there and they're all going to be like, now we know Leah. Now you are the worst for sure. We all have figured you out. We all know that you are not up to par. Yes. That yep. is like imposter syndrome in a beautiful nutshell right there. And oh, yeah, it's, it's deep and tough things to talk about, but so important. So, so important. Well, before we get to the meat of our topic today, Leah has a marketing moment. Yes. So today I was just going to talk about the importance of like having new content because that always helps your, even your website, social media, just constantly changing your content really moves up your SEO and blogging is a great way to do this. And I think it intimidates a lot of people. It even myself. So I'm speaking from like, Leah, do this marketing tip. (laughs) Annie's a great blogger, but for your business, one thing when you're thinking about 
uh, blogging is just kind of go through your day thinking about the most common things that you're saying to parents over and over and over again. And you can make a little three paragraph blog about just something very, very basic. It doesn't have to be super complex. Uh, It doesn't have to be really long or fancy writing anything like that. And this could really help boost your content uh, so that you have uh, this changing content on your um, on your social media or on your website, which which will be really, really helpful. So that's a get great out one. there, start blogging. Well, you know, I think one thing, speaking of like imposter syndrome, you might be like, what on earth do I have to say about any given topic that hasn't already said by some other amazing lactation consultant. Cause right. you know, especially if you're like, we all should be blogging, but I'm going to tell you, I think we should all be blogging because yes. the way you have to say something is going to be different than the way somebody else does. And there is plenty of room for more content on these topics because that's how we can reach parents and that's how we can change culture. So I think w- there's always room for your point of view, your evidence-based point of view yeah. on <laughs> breastfeeding topics for parents. Yes. And what helped me so much was to just like, just focus on getting three solid paragraphs. That's all I needed. You know, like, yes, sometimes they would go on longer, but just like, boom, 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 go back to English 101. <laughs> like I have three solid paragraphs because it just always made me so nervous. I would see these like such beautifully written blogs. I'm like, oh, I'm not a writer. I can't do this. So I would just talk myself imposter syndrome, talk myself out of it and be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. So it's something, and it's something that I'm working on trying to do more of too. That's great. I am all for it. Well, so we've already kind of like started bringing the episode topic into, even into our marketing moment. But I guess like the question is, let's start by asking each other, So what does make you insecure in your private practice? So like, what is it for you, Leah? Yeah, I think there's probably two areas um, that that are my triggers for imposter syndrome. One would be when like I go to a visit and it's just like really, really hard and the mom is so hopeful that I'm just going to come in and bring my little booby fairy wand and I'm just like going to ding and everything's perfect. And, and it doesn't happen that way. And it's like, I have to have that tough conversation that this is going to be a process and it's not going to happen right away. And that, oh my gosh, I just feel like, why didn't I have my booby fairy wand? Probably other lactation consultants wouldn't be able to come in here and just whip this up in one second. And so I start to get that imposter syndrome, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I couldn't fix them. So those are really, really hard. And, you know, as you know, we face those quite often. So it's something that really triggers me. How about you? Yeah, I've got one. It's similar. It's um, for me, it comes up when after I've left and I thought we had a great visit and then she starts texting me about how she's still in pain. Even oh, after I, yeah. I, I keep trying your new position and it's it not really hurts. It's not working. Uh-oh. And then I'm like, what did I, how did I fail? I failed you. And then yes. it kind of like goes into like, um, probably my, it's like, that's like a subset of my bigger imposter syndrome, which is I love conferences. I love continuing education. And I always feel like I understand these topics on like an intellectual level and I can yeah. follow everything. And then I feel like, what if one of these like presenters came and watched me mm. with the family and they would be like, 
She didn't do anything it. that I taught her. <laughs> doing it all wrong. You're doing it all wrong. You're one of those people that we talk about that's that's doing it all wrong. And and so like I get very nervous that like I'm not implementing the things that I'm learning because I'm not I'm just not as good as I think I am. And so then I that quickly leads to me thinking because I'm actually terrible and shouldn't be doing this. I know. I know it's so hard. And I think like on the business side I get a lot of imposter syndrome too, you know, because I have run this business for 7 years and I, you know, grown so much and I'm like, okay, I'm doing so great and then I'll see like but I don't know I feel like I don't know enough about running a business. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh what am I doing? Am I doing this right? Am I doing that right? And so if something comes up or I learn something new and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't been doing that. I'm like totally Uh failing at this and and I'll, I'll have a lot of fear around that. And so I'm always like trying to bolster my knowledge because, you know, we have lactation, you know, certification, you know, we've gone through the schooling, but most of us have never gone, like don't have our MBA mm-hmm. and lactation. You know, so we're all kind of winging it. So I'm always like trying to pursue more knowledge. Like, uh-huh. I don't know, bolster myself to be like, you do know about running a business. You do know about running a business because that's an area that really triggers mm-hmm. me. And we're, yes, we're lactation consultants. Yes. We have imposter syndrome on that side of it, but like, like we're entrepreneurs and business owners yeah. and Oh my gosh, that's so scary too. So I have it from both fronts. Yes. I'm sure you do too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I think for me, it's it's most, it's strongest in the clinical stuff. And I guess there's a reason that I really love to talk about the business stuff and aren't <laughs> like, I'm not out there trying to do studies because I just don't even have a science background. I was a drama major. I spent four <laughs> years in plays and lying on a floor and like practicing my breathing. And which I was very good at. So, so like looking and seeing, like, you know, I'll, I'll go in some of these groups, you know, you'll see somebody posting, like, who's using a centrifuge to like figure out how the fat, <laughs> and I'm like, I, like, I'm terrified by that. Like, I don't know what that yeah. means. I don't know how, like, how would I do that? Or even just, you know, certain things, like, I'll, you know, I'm gonna be like, this is some real talk right here. I have the ascultator, the little, I think that's what it, how you pronounce it, the little stethoscope. Yeah, yeah. And it was given to me when I launched my private practice. I have never used it because I'm scared it's to scary use it. It's to use. It's very and scary. And it makes you feel me. like all official to pull it out. And you're yeah. Like, oh, no. So now you guys know <laughs> I literally am the worst. I have a tool that I, I'm scared to use and I'm going in there doing consults thinking I'm looking, listening to swallows and looking at them. And I think I know what I'm talking about, but I don't because I don't use the ascultator. So you guys all know that about me now. So we can end the episode <laughs> on the winner. Well, one of the biggest ways to cope with imposter syndrome is to talk about it and to like, don't have shame over it because the statistic I think is like 70% of people reported feeling imposter syndrome. We are not alone. We 70%? are not alone. 70% and more so in women or, you know, people who are over, overcoming big 
boundaries, like becoming an entrepreneur, you're putting yourself out there, Mm -hmm. you're overcoming something that's not the social norm. And so I think you're at such a higher risk. And, and you, in speaking about it, anybody who loves Brene Brown, like shame cannot live when we're open and talking about it, like put light on shame. And yeah, I think it's so powerful to, to share those times where we feel like, okay, this is an area that I'm not feeling very good about or I'm having imposter syndrome about. And and then it feels so much better to know, and you're not alone. And I'm not, <laughs> alone. not alone. I know I'm not alone. Of other people. And- yes, like all these other people. And I, I want to point out that there's some great resources out there for people who might feel really struggling, like they're really struggling with this area. And one was um, a recent podcast or YouTube video from Marie Forleo. And she has some great ideas for tackling imposter syndrome that I think are so, so powerful. But Annie, when you're dealing with this, when you're sitting sitting there thinking about the stethoscope that's sitting in your bag, what's your first go-to? What do you, what do well, you like? Okay. What I do? My, my first go-to, and because this actually came up, this specific thing came up recently because I it, it was in a group where people started talking about using them. And especially because the people who were talking about using them were people whose clinical skills I, I respect. And the person who gave it to me is someone whose clinical skills I respect. So I know it's a tool that we can be used. And the first thought I had was, you should just start using it. Just start using it and start seeing what happens, you know, just like anything else in implementing clinical practice is that don't expect the first time that you're going to know what is going to happen. And so the first couple of times I use it, I'm not going to end up with like data that might make sense, but I, I know I can look back and see other times I've mastered things that were difficult to me, like learning how to do an oral exam in a baby. Yeah. It's just like the more you do it, the more you know how to do it because you, when you have the underpinnings of like the, the clinical knowledge, you've been trained and it's just about implementation. The more you implement, the more your training is going to like seep into you. Yeah. I think that's so important. And just for that, for your example, it's, you can have like, okay, I'll read the information about it, but that's one of those things that it could take months, maybe even years to hone in the actual skill, Mm -hmm. but you can't start on that journey until you pick it up and put it on. So I think that's awesome. And gosh, now Annie, I'm thinking I need to pick mine up. I use it like, I don't know, periodically I have it in my bag every time I go and, and maybe, I don't know, 30% of the time I might use it. Um, but now you're like, I, I need to use it too. Let's do that, Annie. We'll let's hold each other accountable. Some. Yes, Great. let's do it on every okay. single baby. Just say we're going to spend, you know, two minutes on every single baby just listening because I think mm-hmm. it is so powerful and we'll just know. We'll, we'll know so much, so much more. Yes, see? Okay, there you go. Right. This is how you guys can all join us in overcoming our imposter syndrome. So one what of the can things, you do? What, can, yes. what, what are some of your go-tos like when you're feeling having this feeling come over you of not being good enough. Yeah. Well, one of the things I think is really important is I think we have these, just like you did, you have this moment of like, this is an area I feel really weak, or this is the area I'm triggering. You had the reflection of, okay, I could get better in this area. Maybe this imposter syndrome trigger right now is a good 
kind of highlighter for some areas that I'm going to be working on. So like maybe taking it as not a negative, like it usually helps motivate me. So if I'm feeling really heavy in imposter syndrome, I'm like, this is a a wake up call for me that this might be an area that I need to build my confidence in. Okay. What steps am I going to take next to build confidence in? So that's like, it usually drives me when, um, it seems to happen all all the time on your Facebook group. Like somebody will be asking about some business thing, and I'm like, I think I know about that. Wait, do I know about that? Okay, let me go. Let me go read about that some more, and like just just build my confidence so I don't. It's a good highlighter, I guess, for areas that I am feeling less confident in. And then and then the other side of that is there will always be an area that you don't feel confident in, and so we can't just always be thinking of okay, I'm sucking at that. I'm sucking at that. I'm also sucking at that. Like to have some kind of mantra in your head or like a saying or thinking about the thoughts that you say around that versus like your first thought was like, okay, I don't do this. I suck. I'm not even implementing the things I've learned. Like what, you know, like that thought trail (laughs) versus, okay, you know what? that's something I could definitely address, but I'm a badass lactation consultant. I have helped so many families, you know, like having, and, you know, and yes, and in your statements, I think can be really powerful because if we always take these imposter syndrome moments and go down the negative thought trail, that can really wear on your overall confidence. Mm -hmm. And then that will reflect, reflect in your work and in your business. I'm going to take just a minute to tell you about Kathy's upcoming course. It is called Understanding Infant Reflux and Related Conditions in Lactation Practice. Early bird pricing is open now through May 16th, and which is the day, May 16th, when all of the course content is going to open. We've got six hours of recorded videos plus an additional two SERPs. So that's eight L SERPs total for self-study work that Kathy is going to be grading and reviewing and giving you feedback on. So Kathy, you put your heart and soul into this course. I know all of the research that you did. What is one of the things that you're most excited about teaching learners in this course? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't pay any attention to occult blood in the stool. I've actually had a couple of moms on elimination diet because of a positive occult blood test in perfectly happy, healthy babies. And this makes really no sense at all. But that's one of the little take-home messages. There are many. It's filled with nuggets and gems like that. Every second of this training is going to give you things that you're going to be able to use in your private practice. So definitely sign up for that. You'll have once you're in, you're going to have all the way until May of next year to get through this content because it's stuff that you're going to want to watch and rewatch again. So we're so excited that Kathy put this course together for us. Oh, yeah. Well, I love that about the self-talk that you use with yourself, because it's something that I think we do with the families we work with. Um, Some of the scripting that I give families who are working with a non-latching baby, so this baby, or never-latching baby. So in the consult, the baby latches and nice things happen. And the mom is now terrified that it's never going to happen again. 
And it only happened because I was there. So I will often tell them that that's a real thing. It's called like the helper syndrome. I'm here. So you feel better. You feel more relaxed. Now you have to do that for yourself. But what I want you to tell you is not, we can do it because nobody can predict your future. Nobody can predict whether your baby's ever going to latch again. But what is true is what's happened in the past. We've done this before. And having that mental shift to say, like, for me, like, I need to learn something hard. I didn't try something new. Just say, I've done it before. And for you to say, like, do I actually know about this? You thinking about all the things you didn't know before and, and what you did to learn that, which was go to sources and do research. And so by reflecting on our wins of the past, or even just things we've overcome in the past or things that have literally actually happened is way more helpful than trying to push yourself into an unknown future. It's so fun to hear stuff like that, like where you're like, this is what I say to my families, because this is one of the things I think is so hard for lactation consultants because we don't hear what like everybody's saying. Uh, But it's so funny because I say like, almost the same thing. Ah, You and I have never talked about this before. Never, never. But I will say, I will say, you know, you can expect that this might not happen again the very next time you go to feed. But now we know this is an attainable goal. This is something you and baby have accomplished. We know this can happen. And so now we're going to work towards this attainable goal, which is basically just another version of yeah, what, you're, same thing. what you're saying, but, which is so cool. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, we're like all synced up, but like, yep, yep, yep. we've never talked about this, but we're all talking about the same thing. Yeah. And I, bet, I bet, I bet so many people out there that are listening to this right now are like, yeah, yeah, me too. Rachel. Yeah. Yes, totally. And it's great because, and and I love when people share stuff like that in the Facebook groups, because then you're like, you can even refine what you're doing even more, like come up with a variation and, and, but it is so fun. I love that. I I love it when you share stuff like that. So when we're thinking about um, that self-talk and like, sometimes our thoughts are really, really, really hard to control. Mm-hmm. Because we have kind of like this monkey mind and it bounces all over. And if you're, you know, geared towards more, you know, sometimes you're geared towards more negative thinking when you're in a bad place or having a bad day. So having like a saying that you tell yourself, and sometimes it's really good to have this be like a super hyped up saying. So I love on the Marie Forleo, I hope everybody will, will link to it. Everybody go watch her video. Um, but she has one like with, with F-bombs and the whole thing, just like a hype you up. But but we could also have something <laughs> similar that just like reminds you, and it's your go-to. When you're going down that train, it's like, no, you are an awesome lactation consultant. You know, maybe throwing out like, you have had so many moms appreciate the care that you've given. And she even says on that podcast, she says like, talking to yourself in the third person, like can be even more connecting. So you're just like really hyping yourself up. You know, like we think about like football players or, you know, they just like sit there and they jump up and down before the game. And they're Mm -hmm. like, you're awesome. You're a rock star. You've got this. So that, you know, and I think we are in tough work too. You know, we might not be button heads with somebody else, but we're doing tough work too. And it can be helpful um, when we're feeling this, I think to have like a statement, like a go-to statement. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would challenge everyone 
to get a go-to statement and let's share it in the comments of this podcast, okay? So that we can all share about how we are talking ourselves out of imposter syndrome. And I think um, we could all come up with some rock star lactation consultant mantras that we're going to keep ourselves in good good headspace so that we can continue helping these families out. And at one place that you can get inspiration for this is having... Um, well, Marie on this podcast talks about having a hype file, uh, but maybe like a, a, a file if you get like note cards from families or even electronic file if you have like um, reviews or mm-hmm. uh, testimonies that people have given about you and like read them when you're feeling when you're feeling bad. Yes. I think that helps me. I've, I've gone to that before because you know, on just those really, really, like when it's a week of just one after the other, just so hard and so hard. And you're just Mm -hmm. like, this is it. I should quit. Like, what am I even doing? Like, I can't help anybody. Nobody, nobody wants me there. I will read those and I'll be like, okay, somebody someday wanted me (laughs) or liked me or thought I did a good job. And you can keep those in, you know, keep them on your computer or on your phone and just something where you can quickly look at it. I, I did a couple of years ago, I had in a, one of those parenting groups, people asking about a lactation consultant. Some people tagged me and said, call Annie Frisbee. And then somebody was like, I do not recommend Annie Frisbee. She didn't oh, help me and no. she didn't help my neighbor. And I'm like, ah, two of you. Okay, let's just and like gut punch there. Yes, okay, <laughs> thanks. And yeah, I was devastated. And what I did was, I was like, I can't respond directly to this because it's nothing good will happen. Either it's just a bad idea privacy-wise to engage with people, but also nothing makes you look needy and insecure and like actually a terrible lactation consultant if you try to convince somebody that their perspective on you is is wrong. Right. So it makes right. that's there is no way to win with that. You just have to nope. send it send it down the river as they just say, watch it go, go by. But what yep. I did was I went on my personal Facebook page and I wrote something like I'm feeling really down about myself today. Social media is hard. I just need some hugs. And then and I was like, because I know my mom is going to see that. My mom's yeah. going to tell me why she thinks I'm awesome. And my dad was going to say something. And like my friends are going to say something. And so suddenly I had this entire comments thread of all people telling Aww. me how much they love me. And I was like, that's all I needed. Like that works. Yeah. Like as long as these people love me and care about me, like my actual people, like I'm just out there to do a good job. I had um, a long time ago when I worked in as a screenwriter and I adapted a book into a movie, a book called Speak. And uh, the author, Lori Hall Sanderson, she's an amazing advocate. She actually has a memoir coming out this spring about using her personal story to transform a lot of things in society related to women's issues. I highly recommend it. I think any any of anybody listening to this is probably going to love this book, but um she said to me that, um, and this is in the very early days of like the internet and putting yourself out there and promoting yourself. And she said, this isn't real. This isn't me. This isn't you. Like what's real is your family and what's real is your friends. And the, and so not to say that like, you can't make connections with people like on a, on a public level. And I've certainly seen that that's possible to really like find awesome people and make real connections. But there is a difference between your professional persona and who you are in a consult and that you have an identity as the lactation consultant that is separate 
from your personal identity as a human being who is valuable and precious and loved and cared for and who is allowed to feel scared and is allowed to feel insecure and is allowed to, you know, get angry and upset and all of those negative feelings. Imperfect. You know, to be imperfect. And like if you, you know, I I was reminded by a friend of mine who does like life coaching stuff and everything. And she always comes up with like the most like great things to say when you're having a bad day. And she'll always be like, you know what? Nobody is expecting, um, well, I guess they are expecting, but nobody, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to do your best and it will never be perfect. And it will never be like, if we, Anyway, you get the gist of it, but yes. like this yeah. idea of perfection and then that can bring more imposter syndrome because like you're seeking, I can only feel good about this if I'm perfect. And guess what? We're never going to be, but if we can go and give our all, then we can rest in the confidence of like, I gave all I could to this visit, perfect or not, great outcome or not. I did the best I could mm-hmm. today. And like just feeling that can be really helpful when you're feeling this imposter syndrome. You know, if you gave and, your best, that's and being okay. Honest. And being honest about that and saying, you know, like you don't have to represent yourself as I'm perfect. I'm the expert. In fact, I think everything we're saying here is like, don't do that. Like don't, yeah. <laughs> don't tend to be something that you're not. Honesty is good and self-reflection is good. And, and remembering that how, what, how someone else perceives you is about them. It's not Mm. about you. And I, you can take how people perceive you positive or negative and choose whether you need to implement change. So instead of responding and reacting either to criticism or praise instantly stop and take it and reflect it on it and decide, is this useful to me? Is this going to help me grow? And if it's not going to help you grow, and that could that could equally apply to praise or criticism. Send it down the river. Yeah, it happened and it's over. Hang on and ke- to and keep the things that are going to motivate you to improve yourself and that are going to build you up. And also think about you know being somebody who builds other lactation consultants up. So yes. if you think that someone might be feeling insecure about something, you know. Don't. Think about how my how how am I phrasing my response to their question in this Facebook group in a way that builds them up and not in a way that might make them feel. I see that happen a lot in Facebook groups. Like, uh, like somebody will take the brave effort of like, I'm dealing with a struggling, I'm struggling with this case and, you know, they have permission to post and they post about it. And then I feel like sometimes the comments are like, well, you didn't do da, 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 da. Like that would be the first thing that I would do. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we could have worded that in a different way. Like, yeah. And you know, it always comes it? from a good place. Like, I'm sure. Like, yes. oh yeah, 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 I got an idea and you get all excited and yes. you know, it's easy to, to, so like, I don't ever think anybody is like really thinking that no. they, they have the best way, but it can come across come like across. that or, yes. you know, or even just somebody is saying, especially when someone in one of these groups is telling you something or sharing something that maybe does make you personally feel uncomfortable about the way you're doing things. So this often I would say comes up in like questions about privilege and about, you know, race and, and all of those tricky things in our society. And if someone posts something where you're like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that. And I'm maybe guilty of this, or maybe I do this, or I'm benefiting from this bad thing in our society, rather than reacting 
and instantly saying, well, that can't possibly apply to me because of X, Y, and Z reasons. And that's for you, but that doesn't, that's, it's never going to help anyone for you to react instantly. So when you read something that maybe you feel like I'm going to have to, this might change me, let it change you, let it in, see what it does without responding or reacting in the moment. And you might find that 24 hours later, you have a totally different response to that. But I think it's, you know, it's important to remember that reaction and defensiveness, when we feel insecure, they're going to make it worse for you and maybe even make it bad for other people. Yeah. And I think, you know, when we build these support groups and what we, you know, one of our goals of having this podcast was to really pull us together as lactation consultants, how we can really be supporting each other through these hard times because we know our work has unique struggles and imposter syndrome being just one of them and how impactful we can be when we stand by each other and help each other and be very thoughtful about how we're supporting each other. And I think, um, I think that's a really good point. So I think we've really hit this topic hard. We talked about some hard stuff, but I also am so excited about our future and how we can bring more light to this so that more people are going around not feeling so impostery. <laughs> but before we wrap up completely today, Annie, what is your tech tip? So my tech tip for the episode is related to the sponsor of this episode, Spruce. and. I want to share with you how I use Spruce with interns who want to shadow me for a home visit. And I also use it with the admin who does my billing for me. So I set them up when someone wants to shadow me and I want to be able to share the client's address with them and clinical notes like the visit report or the pediatrician report, or sometimes even the whole chart, obviously all with the client's permission. So all these clients have given me permission to share with this person and uh, this person is um, has signed either signed a business associates agreement with me or is already an IBCLC and required to maintain privacy with clients. So I've got all that in place. So now it's like the logistics of actually communicating them because I never want to use just texting to say, okay, meet me here. Right. Um, so I set them up with their own in Spruce, just like you can with your clients, you can invite to secure message. So I invite them to secure message and then I tell them, Everything we talk about client stuff, including their address, is going to be here. So to work with me, you need to have the Spruce app. It's free for them to download. And I, um, so we work together that way. So it's worked really well so far because then I just feel confident that, they're, that these people are not accidentally going to text me or send me an insecure email. I, I don't want to pay for them to have their own uh, HIPAA compliant email, right. especially if they're an intern and don't have one yet. I don't want to really put that requirement on them. So this is free for them. I'm already, I'm already paying for Spruce. So it's um, not ex- doesn't cost me extra. And I get that confidence of knowing that everything we talk about with, about the clients is secure. I love that. That's awesome. And we, we use um, the team feature because there's multiple ones of us. Uh, you can have uh, team conversations too within Spruce. So if you're talking about a client over, but you want to be able to just kind of text about it, you can have team conversations too. So I really like that as well. That's great. It's, it's so relaxing to have that. 
security of knowing that it's private. So, um, Leah, it was so much fun talking with you this week. Yes. Yes. Thank you for going through this hard topic together. Uh, it's just always, um, so great to hear that we are not alone. (laughs) We are all struggling with this together. Awesome. Well, we'll see you next time, Annie. Take care. Take care. And don't forget to check the show notes for that spruce promo code that gets you a free month. All right. Bye Leah. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Did you know that for just $15 a month, you can join our live Deeper Dives and also get all of our recordings back through January of 2020. Sign up today and be part of the conversation. The magic happens when you show up.